Hi, and welcome to another episode of Nothing to Hide. My name is Kevin. And on today's episode, we're going to discuss the tragic devastation that happened yesterday in Beirut, Lebanon. It's been reported that there was uh, approximately 2,750 tons of ammonia, ammonium nitrate, I believe, um, that was stored uh, in this uh, shipping bay area of Beirut. Um, the result caused a disastrous explosion and um, it killed more than a hundred people and injured at least 4,000. Um, this according to live science. Um, the ammonium nitrate had been stored at the port since 2014, according to the Washington Post. It's been attributed to this type of epic incompetence that's driving uh, the Lebanon uh, economy to the point that it's at right now. Um, there are, from what I understand, thousands of Syrian refugees that are in Lebanon who have gone from one broken home to another. It's absolutely appalling. I saw videos of different perspectives of the explosion and anyone standing within, I don't know, like a few kilometer radius was definitely impacted by this. It's just so sick. It's considered the deadliest industrial accident um, in the history of, of Lebanon. And there's a, a silo, a grain silo that was right at the port that the people desperately depend on, which is the remaining structure that's partially uh, standing with the uh, majority of its um, grain sprawled uh, into the port. So they're dealing with the corona epidemic on top of the massing debt 
and economic devastation that they're experiencing. And then they just experienced this truly epic and competent decision of storing thousands of tons of ammonium nitrate in their port. So sick. Um, there are several outlets to donate. The first being the Lebanese Red Cross. Um, there's also the Impact Lebanon Disaster Relief Fund, Beit El Baraka, uh, Donor Sang Compter, Beirut Blast Victims Relief Fund. At the very least, since many of us are struggling economically, you can post and draw attention to this horrifying accident and uh, share it on your respective social media platforms. This is a, this is a disaster. And I send my prayers and my, my thoughts to the families and victims of this accident. Um, I'm not going to have a very long episode today um, because of the, the tragedy, but... I hope that all of you are taking moments out of your day to focus on your well-being, your mental well-being, your physical well-being, your emotional well-being. The most simplest form of um, an introspective check that you can do are breathing exercises. The moment you draw attention to your breath is the moment you start to slow down your um, sympathetic nervous system and you're then able to start recognizing the fears or concerns or what have you and start to digest it. I noticed that many of our societies today are creating this, this system by design to push away and avoid our, our fears, our concerns, our, our ailments, our pain and suffering. And it's exactly that, that we need to, we need to stop. Escapism doesn't help anyone. 
you're constantly on the run, whether it be um, physically on the run or mentally on the run from your problems. And it's not, you're, you're never going to be at peace. The sooner you acknowledge them, you accept them, and you digest them, the sooner they will be addressed. Um, I've come to understand that there are still an enormous amount of pressure of people standing opposed to wearing masks, uh, opposed to these revolutionary movements like the Black Lives Matter movement. And oftentimes it's people projecting their own fears and concerns. Um, as I heard recently, hurt people hurt people. So I asked myself, what do I do when I come across someone that's projecting their fears or their hurt? I was helping my grandmother buy some groceries uh, with my dad recently and they were walking I'd say a few meters ahead of me and as we were passing others in the aisles of this grocery store I couldn't help but notice the look of concern of disdain of negative negative expressions towards my dad and my grandmother and i have to admit i i put on some weight during this uh this pandemic but um i'm about 59 um and I do work out. Um, I have pretty broad shoulders. And I am looking at the expressions of these people, uh, looking at my family in disgust because of perhaps our East Asian um, origin. And then they and then they make eye contact with me and I'm this larger, hefty person. And as soon as we make eye contact, they dart their eyes away. And I never, I never broke eye contact. And the embarrassment and humiliation that they have when they dart their eyes away is just a reminder 
of how much fear uh, we've been exposed to, whether it be through mainstream media or or the the information we're we're being fed. The reality is since the first case that was reported of COVID-19 in Canada, it's affected only 1%. Now, it doesn't mean we should ignore it. As I mentioned in previous episodes, this is an enormous wake-up call and the the care and attention we're now giving to those most vulnerable such as our grandparents our parents is is compassion now the the balancing the yin to the yang of that scenario are the increased numbers of young people that are taking their own lives due to the economic devastation of this pandemic. So it's a, it's a fair argument to question, you know, saving one life for the other. Is, is that right? I don't have an answer to that, but I've come to understand that more prosperity is leading to the neglect of the elderly and the aged. So I truly hope and I believe that we're going to come out of this more compassionate and more caring and more understanding that each of us carry our own fears, our own pain, our own suffering. And so it's in recognizing that that when we are reacting in fear, we're really projecting the hurt that we carry with us. And so we try to hurt other people. I read recently an interesting idea that when you see or hear of someone berating another or attempting to hurt another person, they're really trying to make that other person experience the pain that they're experiencing. And so it's important to understand that the person that's projecting is not often trying to um, 
is not often trying to create chaos, although that's what it appears. It's really they are trying to have other people experience the pain that they're experiencing. And you look at someone that's in pain and they're writhing in pain. You're not necessarily going to be, you know, yelling at them or shaking them or anything like that. You're going to, for me at least, feel some degree of sadness, empathy, compassion. And so I've come to the realization that when I come across people that are projecting their fears, their hurt, their pain, is to acknowledge them as though they're someone that's writhing in pain and approach the scenario from that perspective could often de-escalate the situation. So again, um, consider donating to um, the Lebanese Red Cross, um, to the disaster relief aids, there's several out there, or even just share um, these outlets uh, on your respective social media platforms. And, um, and definitely keep a, a mindful place in your, in your heart and your thoughts for those impacted by this tragic explosion in Beirut, Lebanon. Thanks for listening.